Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 327 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we conclude this week's study of our Come Follow Me materials, covering the week of November the 15th to November the 21st in Doctrine and Covenants, section 133 to 134. And today we're going to conclude the section of 134. Um, we kind of started with the context on the first verse of that yesterday. And to be honest, I could just quote all 12 verses and it'd be an excellent podcast. It, it really is. Each verse highlights and underlines a really important um, kind of, not condition, but important point. In regards to living in a in a world of civil governments and various things like that. Um I'm going to share verse three, though. It says, we believe that all governments necessarily require require civil officers and magistrates to enforce the laws of the same, and that such as will administer the law in equity and justice should be sought for and upheld by the voice of the people, if a republic or the will of the sovereign. So very clear here that um, there is not one government that is kind of condoned by the Lord, or maybe condoned is not the right word, but approved maybe. Um, or preferred, in fact, that, you know, it mentions that if it is a republic, then obviously have that be upheld by the voice of the people. If there is a sovereign, then let it be by their will. Um, and so I think what this indicates to us is that not necessarily, not necessarily that there is a one agreed, perfect governmental system, but that the Lord, as the Lord says, if it is upheld by righteous people, by good people who are just and fair, then let that be so. And this reminds us of obviously the Book of Mormon times. I mean, obviously there was a big um, thing with King Mosiah that, and by Nephi that a king was not the right thing for the people and yet they had a king and things were the way they were and then obviously they, they brought in these judges. But even the system of the judges wasn't perfect because as wicked people or as people who were not just unfair, um, started to make their way into power, um, that became a defunct system. And so it, it's all about whatever system of government we live in, is that there are just and fair people in it. Uh, and as people, uh, I mean, in the United Kingdom and in and in the US and many other places in the world that are a democracy, uh, we have um, a role to vote and to take part in and speak about uh, how our country is run. Um President Harold B. Lee said, quote, Our civic responsibility is to choose those who govern us as civil officers and magistrates who will enforce the laws, as we are admonished by inspired men of God. In a word, we must seek for statesmen like men who will ask, Is it right and is it good for the country or the community, instead of merely those who may merely ask, Is it politically expedient? Wherever you are, wherever you live, pray for the leaders of your country, for remember that they too hold in their hands all that you hold dear. Close quote. Now, of course, in that um, quote there, I'm going to change statesman-like men to statesman-like women. Um, and, oh, well, men and women, I should say. Not just women, men and women, of course. Um, because I think that, you know, that is an important point. But aside from that, a really good quote that I think reminds us about the need to take part in politics. Uh, I remember there's been like a, a few adver- adverts over the years in the UK about take, about being more proactive uh, in politics. And 
There was one where an individual was complaining about, you know, health care in the country, about uh, transport in the country, about um, many a number of other things, obviously, with which the government has, you know, a hand in. And then when the, in the, when the other individual said, well, who did you vote for? And they said they didn't. Then they said, well, you can't complain about it um, because you haven't chosen. You haven't made your voice heard. Um, and I think that whilst it's a very um, simple way of looking at it, you know, it is a fair point that if we want to have a discussion and a an opinion on and a view on on how things are run, if we live in a, in a country where we are permitted and able to raise our voice and to vote and to select uh, different choices uh, as a citizen, um, then we need to make sure we do that. We take part in it. We play an active part in our community and the the government in which we live. That's not to say that every single member of the church should now go out and try and be uh, whatever um, you know political leader is in their community, but we should try and have a voice and play a role in some way uh, in our community. Um, in verse 6, we talk about, it says, we believe that every man should be honoured in his station, rulers and magistrates as such, being placed for the protection of the innocent and the punishment of guilty, and that to the laws of all men owe respect and deference, as without them peace and harmony would be supplanted by anarchy and terror. So again, a reminder that the, the laws that we, that we follow in the countries that we live, they are there for protection, they are there for peace to be able to be in place. Um, and I think that that is another important reminder uh, about the role that these laws and governments play in our lives. Uh, the verses go on um, with imp important matters. Um, in verse 9 it says, We do not believe it just to mingle religious influence with civil government, whereby one religious society is fostered and another prescribed in its spiritual privileges and the individual rights of its members as citizens denied. An interesting point here about not mingling religious influence with civil government and how that they should really be separate because as the as as this article states, because of course this isn't the Prophet Joseph Smith or the Lord speaking, but it was approved by the Prophet himself. Um, this verse I think is really important and probably often sometimes overlooked in, in its meaning and power because if there were to be a religious leader with that religious mantle upon them leading a civil government, then of course we see that there becomes contention and difficulty where one religion or another religion is um, not permitted to flourish. I mean, one one point or one example of this, uh, thinking about UK history, is uh, with King Henry VIII. So obviously um, he wanted to, to divorce his wife, but he wasn't permitted to do so by the Catholic Church which was the main church in the country at the time, or the main denomination. And so he set up the Church of England, which is still run today by the monarch of the country. Whoever is the king or queen of the, of the, the country is the head of the Church of England. Um, and for a period of time, this was obviously, particularly when, when Henry was on the throne, uh, this was seen as the, the state religion. And if you didn't follow that, there was persecution and, and there was some difficulties for other groups of people during that time. And this is an example of why um, this can't be the case. Now, today, fortunately, it's not the case that, you know, the Queen, for example, as the head of the Church of England says, this is the church of the country and none else. Um, of course, we don't live in a, in a situation like that today. 
uh, and so it's more just of an honorary title, I, I think. But in terms of um, not mingling religious influence and civil government, some would probably, probably argue, those um, who uh, contend with the church, that the Prophet Joseph Smith um, you know, tried to campaign to be president of the United States. But he was very specific in that his role as prophet was not in this appointment or this candidacy. Um, that he was he was named as a I believe a lieutenant general or, or something like that, uh, and that was the the role he played in campaigning for being president of the states or the country or the nation in fact, um, and it just reminds us that whilst obviously we are not to mingle our religious views with our civic responsibilities, they can the that the values that we have can can influence us and, and play that role for us. Uh, very quickly, finally, in verse 11, it talks about how um, all men should appeal to the civil law for redress of all wrongs and grievances. And this clearly is born from the Missouri conflicts and struggles that were going on at this time in 1835. Um, and it's this idea that whilst we do believe in um, following governments and respecting our leaders, if there are wrongs and grievances that happen, we should be able to defend ourselves. And you've got that kind of Moroni, Captain Moroni-esque language in there which i think is fantastic obviously um with these individuals having studied the book of mormon now for nearly five years um it's not a surprise to see that coming through so a very interesting um article and a very interesting section to, to consider thank you very much for listening today i hope you've enjoyed this study please do continue to follow the podcast share it on facebook share it anywhere and you can join the facebook group church of jesus christ study session with come follow me thank you very much for joining and until we meet again